Welcome to Fire the Podcast. I'm Andrew Hoffman. Good to have you guys here. This is uh, Cardio Talks with Coach Andrew. So this is episode two of this little segment. And uh, I'm anticipating doing a lot more of these because of 75 hard coming up. I want to use the podcast as well as kind of Cam and I have talked about it over the previous couple podcasts. Can you use YouTube and all that fun stuff? Kind of document what this is like. At the same time, those of you who have been following along with what's happening uh, professionally for me, I'm going to be doing 75 hard while I'm also beginning to launch or at least pre-sales into launch of our very first Eat the Frog studio in Naperville. So we're going to be building out the studio. We're going to be signing memberships. And hopefully at the start of next year, we will be opening the doors for all that. So a big event in my life professionally as well as physically trying to collide those two together at the same time. Because I believe that they're going to have mutually beneficial relationships with each other. As Cam and I have talked about previously on a number of different podcasts, if your mind is right, your body is a little bit easier to control too, and vice versa. I know that when I'm more disciplined in what I'm doing for my body physically, what I'm putting in my body to eat and drink, and the things I'm doing to take care of myself, for training, I'm more successful in my daily routines and getting things done in other areas of life. So the objective here is to, with that truth, take an advantage of this very tough challenge ahead and using them together. So we'll be using this as a platform to kind of talk about all the different tough stuff, the good stuff, pitfalls. <laughs> if you listened to the podcast the other day, Iron Sharpens Iron, Season 3, Episode 14, we talked about what, what I'm anticipating the hardest stuff to be. Cam thought that uh, the workouts would be pretty easy for me, two 45-minute workouts a day, uh, one being outdoors. I said I wasn't too sure about that because while that isn't in itself, it's not training isn't something that I'm afraid of or something I'm not used to. But at the same time, the consistency portion of that is the most important part, right? So doing two 45-minute workouts a day for 75 days consistently, that's a whole different beast on top of everything else. Just like everybody else, I don't like being uncomfortable. So the discomfort of training is something I'm more familiar with. Now, the discomfort of a cold shower every single morning for five minutes, <laughs> at the very least, that is what I'm anticipating to be the hardest thing. The consistency of doing that and creating a very uncomfortable environment for myself 
because I'm not going to lie, I'm a little bitch when it comes to <laughs> really cold stuff. That's why we went to school in Florida for a little while. So it's going to be a fun challenge to kind of see how I attack that and deal with it and tell myself to shut up and just get it done. We'll have to see, though. The food portion, I know I talked about that a little bit, too. I'm definitely going to have to make some adjustments from what I anticipated because of the travel schedule that I have for work. And what I'm allowing myself to do here is I'm going to keep myself accountable for what's cheating and what's not cheating. And I'm not going to bullshit it. I'm not going to say, oh, you know, it's cheating, but technically I guess I could. No, I'm not going to play that game with myself. If I have to go out to eat some food um, with some people, I'm going to get the healthiest or what I would consider to be the healthiest, the most in line with macronutrients and the least tastefully appealing food on the menu for myself. (laughs) So something that I know is going to benefit me the best and probably not going to be what I would want to order in itself. I'm not going to get a salad with tons of salad dressing that tastes good and, you know, fried chicken tenders in it. You know, we're not going to play that game. (laughs) and I'm not going to walk the line of almost cheating on what is supposed to be a challenge. So like we talked about the other day in that Iron Sharpens Iron episode, I'm going to apply the training concept to this. When I'm working with people, like I said, I frequently use the term, make it tough. And that's the same idea. If I'm making it tough, if I'm going out of my way to make things more difficult, then I know that I'm not cheating. Then I know that I'm playing the game the way it should be played. And on the other hand, if I am actively not making it tough, if I'm bringing that cold water a little bit warmer than it should be so it's not as uncomfortable, if I'm walking the line of, is this a cheat meal? Is this something that is going to be more tasty for myself versus what my body could use more effectively? then I know, I know I'm not playing the game as it should be. I know I keep using the term game too, but that's what this is. It's a game with myself and yourself if you decide to join in on it. The reason why we're starting on, once again, September 11th, is that 75 days will take us straight to Thanksgiving Day. The 75-day challenge will finish off promptly for that holiday. And then we'll have to plan out a time after, of course, a little bit of a break for phase two, or phase one, rather. Which is the post-75 hard challenge. At the same time, my roommate, my good friend Josh and I, 
with this home gym, we are going to be doing a 90-day greatest transfer transformation challenge for ourselves. We're going to be documenting that as, long, as well, which is going to be fun. Simply put, and it also goes along with everything else that we're doing here, we're going to try to make the greatest transformation possible in 90 days. I'm turning 26 on September 23rd. And Josh is 25. And years prior, I've made a lot of progress in my own fitness. But in college, before Josh was working full time, he's about 5'8". And he was around 180, 185. And he was a, I would call him, and he always makes fun of me for saying this, he was borderline bodybuilder status here for his physique and his uh, strength and performance. And once we got into the workforce, main objectives changed. They lost a lot of that strength, a lot of that size. And uh, we'll do the official weigh-ins this week before I head off to Washington. But I believe he should be about 30 pounds lighter or so. <laughs> so we're going to see what we can do if we're on point for our training, our recovery, and our food intake for 90 days, how much progress we can make at the same time of being on top of things for 75 hard. And you might be thinking to yourself, Andrew, this sounds like a lot of stuff that you're doing all at once. And yeah, that's true. But I have never known myself to do anything different than that my entire life. When I want something, I jump absolutely headfirst in and I give it everything I have. When I'm not sure about something, I don't because I can't. I want to ask you. I would say most of us. We're not satisfied with where we are. Physically. And that's the main topic of this podcast. Maybe we're not satisfied in other areas of life too. If you're anything like me, you're always trying to challenge yourself. You're always trying to constructively challenge yourself and say, okay, well, this area is going pretty well in life, but how can we do it better? And sometimes not so constructively when you're frustrated. But where in life are you not diving all the way in? Not because you're not sure if it's what you want but because you're afraid of being uncomfortable. That's what I want to talk about today. After this long-winded intro and update. I want you to consider. Where in your life have you talked about with yourself or other people? Saying that you want to change things, improve them. Or anything of the sort. But you haven't. Or you haven't done as much as you would 
have wanted or talked about. Why is that not taking place? Be authentic with yourself and truly evaluate this. For me, as soon as the 75 hard program came out over a year ago, it was something that was in the works and then it was released. And they said, hey, give this a try. If you want to take everything to the next level, your training, your business, all the different aspects of life that you're trying to improve on, anything, give this a try and watch yourself get onto the right path to where you want to be. I didn't do it because I was afraid of being too uncomfortable. I was afraid of not being able to do the things that I want to do and instead having to do the things that I know I need to be doing too much was my mindset. And I would argue that that mindset, it's not a, I'm not sure if it's a wrong mindset for the time and place as to where I was in life, but I know that my environment was wrong. And we know that our mindsets can be majorly influenced or even entirely created out of our environments. And I knew that I was feeling complacent in my life in a lot of different ways. For the majority of the year, a quick backstory for those of you who don't know it. I had moved to my hometown, Hoffman Estates, Illinois, in March of 2019, or February rather. And I began my new coaching position with Orange Theory Fitness, North Hoffman Estates, brand new studio, one month old, in March. Previously, I had been head coach of Orange Theory Fitness, Bloomington. And I was relocating for a new challenge, a new environment, and trying to continue on the path as to where I wanted to be professionally and a number of other reasons. But for this, for the sake of this, professionally, I was relocating for new opportunities. And for most of that year, I was unhappy. And I'm not saying that I didn't have fun in 2019 into 2020. I didn't have good times, good people in my life. Met amazing people through working at that studio. Professionally, I was unsatisfied. As somebody who truly enjoys challenging themselves, I enjoy being important because I am giving everything I have. And I'm recognized as being important because of that. And I didn't feel that in my position. Of course, I'm sure that there's also some ego aspects 
whenever you have to take a lower position than where you were previously in an industry that you're passionate about and you love and you work hard for. But anyways, for most of the year, I was unhappy, unsatisfied. I felt depressed. And I wasn't in a good place to take a challenge like this. But I should have. That's what I told myself, at least. I told myself that I wasn't in a good place. I wasn't in the right time or opportunity to take on a huge challenge like this. Once again, let me take a moment to recap really fast. I had less responsibility in my profession. I had more time. I was unhappy about where I was, and yet I was afraid it was not the right time to take on something like 75 hard. Something that intimidated me and would make me uncomfortable. I did not want discipline in my life that made me uncomfortable. I did not want a challenge that would make me too uncomfortable, that would really challenge me. I only wanted easy things. Fast forward to today. Like I just told you, I'm taking on the greatest professional challenge of my life so far. My entire social and personal life has flipped upside down over the past few months. And emotionally, I'm going through the hardest time in my life that I've ever had. Dealing with problems that I never anticipated myself dealing with. And we decided to take on this challenge. (laughs) Not because it's the best time in the world to do something like this. In fact, maybe it's the worst time. But I think that the time and place to do something like this, to challenge yourself and to see if you can take on more, to better yourself, is all about the mindset. I think it's less about the timing in life and it's much more about your mentality. I recognize that it's going to be a tough challenge, especially with everything else going on. I'm not saying it's not going to be tough. I'm not going to say this is easy, which I do sometimes when I'm training in the gym or there's other things in life. I try to tell myself, this is easy. This is light. This is going to be 
piece of cake. Now, I recognize that this is going to be tough. But my mentality is much, much different than where it was last year. And on top of that, we have limited equipment. We have limited freedoms because of quarantine, because of all the other craziness going around. Stress levels are across the board higher for everybody. And in spite of all this, it's the mentality that's different. I went through this, and I'm sure a lot of you did as well. At the start of COVID quarantine, wherever your state is, wherever, however long that took for you, you're in the States. I went through this really low mental spot because I'm somebody who enjoys being active, going out, seeing friends, doing things. I always have to be moving and going and never staying put. So the initial portion of quarantine, the first month or month and a half or so, really wore on me mentally, but I allowed it to. It was when I changed my mentality, I changed the way I approached quarantine to when everything else started to change for me as well. And I would say the same goes for when I approached this relationship breakup. The same goes for when we left previous job. Time and time again, I see myself going through the, the same highs and lows in different ways some more volatile than the next. But I get to a point where I have to ask myself, I say, Andrew, how are you approaching this? How is this constructive? And how is this going to make you better? Because on this side of the grave, we always have opportunity to continue to challenge ourselves, to continue make ourselves better. Shout out to Sarah because she's been in a pretty fucked up mental state more recently when it comes to training. And I told her the other day, I said, Sarah, tell negative Sarah to get out of here for the next month. Tell her girl bye. <laughs> because she's not allowed to be around for the next few weeks at the very least, for the rest of September, I think I said. And it was funny, and she thought it was funny too, but it's true, and that's exactly what she did. She said, you know what, you're right. If you guys follow Sarah on uh, social media, she's an absolute beast, you should. She takes every challenge that I give her, and she swings for the fences. But just like everybody else, just like me, just like you. Sometimes the stressors of life can wear on us mentally. And if we don't actively fight against those and try to create positives out of those, they're gonna run you into the fucking ground. 
thinking about all the tough shit going on for you, for me, for everybody else, the stuff that you don't want to tell people about in your life, or maybe you're afraid to, whatever you're, whatever's going on, I want to challenge you to challenge yourself in some way. You don't have to do 75 hard. If you want to, I would say go for it. It's going to suck. It's going to make you better in a lot of different ways. Challenge yourself in some way and recognize where you're not satisfied. Like I recognized I was very unsatisfied professionally, emotionally, whatever, all that over the past year. And figure it out. Don't just be in that space. Figure out how to challenge yourself in some way over these next few months to change your situation. Shout out to the Protocol 10 training team. Many of you know I've been a personal trainer for years. I started in college. Now a man in my mid-20s, we have a little bit of experience behind us not a decade, but we're getting closer and closer to that decade milestone. I was afraid to start online personal training for years. I thought about online personal training back in 2017 when it was still something that people are like, what are you talking about? How does that work? And many people still are like that. I was afraid to do it because it was different, because it was a challenge. But we started it, and now we've grown quite a bit. Everybody is doing their fucking job. That's what I would call it on the Protocol 10 training team. All the athletes are working hard, training, and making the best out of, for some of us, at-home situations. We're checking in, getting stuff done, crushing milestones. That's a prime example of, for me at least, very positive things that can come out of scary challenges. I can't speak for you because I don't know where you are in life right now. But every single good thing that I have has come out of discomfort. Get uncomfortable. We still have, what, three months left and change in 2020? Stop saying it's a shitty year. We'll start again in 2021. That's the biggest load of bullshit that you can tell yourself any other year, and it's probably the most valid you can say this year. Don't do it. What do you want to work on? Where do you want to be? Continue to chase that feeling of challenge and achievement. Because the year isn't over yet. So quit acting like it. I live the life I deserve. Bless. Fuck a
look better at 